Welcome to the Simple Online Business Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Siffring. I'm a business coach and agency owner, and each week I'll be here to share simple, doable steps you can take to build a profitable and sustainable online business. Let's get to it. Hello! Today we are talking about why people are not buying from you. So whether you are putting out a freebie or opt-in or you're selling an offer or you are trying to get people to book discovery calls, we are talking about why are they not doing it? Why are they not doing the thing that you want them to do? And when you're in this situation, maybe you are in a launch and you are, you know, you have enrollment open and people are not buying like you expected. Maybe people are, you know, seeing consistent content from you in like your Facebook group or your Instagram or whatever, and they're not taking that step forward. This can look a lot of different ways, but I think that it is really important for you if you feel like you are in this place where you are not getting the results that you want, it's important for you to evaluate and figure out why. So today's episode, I really wanted to give you that chance to hear some reasons why people might not be buying. And hopefully, if one of these really sparks something in you, this is going to be the catalyst for you to be able to make shifts and be able to be getting the clients that you want. Because my guess is that you have a lot of value to offer And sometimes it can just be hard to communicate that to the people that you want to work with and have them taking action. So let's get into some reasons why they might not be buying. The first one I feel like is the maybe most obvious one, and this is that you aren't making offers or you aren't making enough offers or the offers aren't clear and direct. They're really vague and kind of hidden and easy for somebody who's reading your content to kind of like skim past and miss and not even realize that there was an offer there. I have a client who recently we were talking about this and I was telling her, you know, I really think that you need to be making more offers. You need to be inviting people to book a call with you much more often than you have been and much more boldly and directly than you have been. And she and I kind of came up with this like joke about it. Like, okay, her challenge is that she is going to post an eye-rolling amount of offers and put it to the test. So she had kind of been holding back on making offers because she didn't want to annoy people and have them judging her and rolling their eyes. So I was like, okay, what if that was our goal? A little out there, right? But that's going to have the fear of annoying people not be an obstacle for her anymore if the goal is that some people are going to roll her eyes, roll their eyes at her. So she ended up doing that, making a ton of offers, an eye-rolling amount, and literally the first week of doing this had multiple people reaching out to book a call with her. After not having people reach out for weeks, then suddenly 
multiple people in one week because she was willing to lean into making an eye-rolling amount of offers. So if this is you who has maybe felt like, ooh, I don't want to annoy people. I don't want to be too much. I don't want to make too many offers. I really encourage you to push your comfort zone, get out of your comfort zone, aim to be a little annoying to some people, really up the number of offers you're making, and likely you are going to see a difference just like my client did. Another reason why they might not be buying is that you are not talking to the right person. So you are talking to somebody who doesn't want the thing you offer and you're trying to convince them to want it, to like you, to agree with you, instead of talking to people who want the thing that you're selling and are just like one thought away from buying and introducing that one thought to them. So I want you really thinking about when you are writing your marketing copy, when you're putting things out there, I want you thinking about who you are talking to because your best copy is going to come when you are talking to just one kind of person and specifically when that is the person who wants to work with you, who is ready who is like right on the verge of saying, yes, that is your person. Your person is not somebody who is skeptical of what you do. Your person is not a peer, like somebody who's in your industry. You are not talking to people who don't want it, can't pay for it, don't have the money for it, who are too tired or busy or overwhelmed to be able to even think about working with you. That's not your person. Your person is the one who is like right there on the edge of saying yes and being ready and they want to be sold on it. I have had multiple clients over the years tell me how like either on a discovery call or webinar, whatever that I'm doing, they're like, I just want you to sell me on it. Like they actually have that kind of understanding. Your people may not have that kind of awareness. Mine do because they're also in business. So they're kind of more aware, I think, of their their thought process around buying. A lot of people's ideal clients are not, but it doesn't mean it's not true of them. So deep down, there are people who want to be sold on it, whether they have those words and are asking you that thing or not. So you need to show up For them and speak to them. Another reason they may not be buying is that they don't really understand how you can help them. Maybe you are being really vague. Maybe you are not being specific enough. I want you to really think about how do they know it's for them? Who is your offer for? Who is it not for? You want to define both of those things in a way where somebody can look at that and understand either this is for me or this is not for me. And part of this is being willing to not be for some people. Like You don't want to be out there being like, I, my work is for everybody unless you don't want to pay me. Like it's only for people who want to pay me, but that's the only 
way to narrow it down, right? Like that's that's silly. That's not going to be effective. And I get it, right? Like when you're building a business, like you do want to get clients and you are probably willing to work with almost anyone. But unfortunately, it just doesn't make for a compelling message because it's not clear and it's not specific. And people want to hire somebody where they're like, oh, that person gets me. Like there's just so much confidence that somebody gets from having that experience with somebody or their content where they're like, oh, they get me. They get my problem and I have a high level of confidence that they know how to help me either solve the problem or get the thing that I want. So you have to be willing to get specific and to exclude some people and to directly communicate that. Like, who is this for? Who is this not for? And I'm not saying that you have to have social media posts that are saying who it's for or not for. Like, maybe you will, maybe you won't. But it's really important for you to be clear on that and for that to be able to come out in your work, in your communication, in your marketing. You want people to be able to clearly know, is this for me or not? And have that be something that is quick. And this is hard, right? Like this takes intentional thought. This takes some actual work. And I think this kind of thing is why it's so helpful to work with a coach because even for me who teaches this stuff, who has created really compelling, super valuable copy in my own business and other people's businesses, this is still a challenge for me. And I still really have to work at it. And sometimes it really just takes having an external set of eyes, an external brain looking through it for me and helping me figure out, okay, where is this not clear? Where am I missing the mark? Where am I trying to sell to everybody? So I really, really want to encourage you, yes, this is hard, but it is absolutely worth it. So you want to be sure that you are being very specific with them. And when you're thinking about helping them to understand how you can help them, I want you to think about communicating that through showing, not telling. Like it's very easy to show up and be like, I really, really can help you. I promise this totally works. But is that compelling? Not really. I think that's only compelling if you already have a lot of trust built up with that person. But just some random person on the street being like, I really, really can help you get the thing that that you want. I promise. I know the way. You'd be like, ooh, this is like a little creepy. Like how could you really even know, right? So I want you to think about how are you showing them that you can help them versus just telling them. It needs to be something that they can really understand and see and believe as like, yes, this makes sense. I understand how this works and how this person could help me. Like I I am bought in. I believe it. And if you need help with that, this is something that I work on with all of my clients. So let's talk about working together because this makes such a difference in your copy, getting specific and showing instead of telling. Another reason that they might not be buying is that you're not being bold with how you can help them. You are underselling what you 
can offer to them. You are underselling the results that they could get working with you. I have a client who was in this situation. She was being pretty vague with her marketing and with the people that she could help. Like She was basically just like, I help this type of person, but she wasn't really talking specifically about what is the thing that she helps them with. And when I talked it through with her and kind of explored, okay, why is that happening? I realized that she was holding back on really owning what she had to offer to them, not because she couldn't offer it, because she absolutely could. Like I looked for cracks. (laughs) I was like, okay, here's the thing that you say you can help people do. Walk me through how you help them do that. And then I was like, okay, is there any situation where they might not hit that result? And literally the only thing was if they didn't follow the process that she outlined. She was like, no, if they follow this process, they're definitely going to get this result. And I was like, have you told them that? And she said, no. So she started incorporating that into her marketing and she got fully booked within like a month, maybe like a month and a half, but it was a very quick period of time where she just started owning this message, owning the result, having confidence in what she offered. And people were like, oh, I want that. I'm in. So I really want you to think about that. This is something that's so common with women that we tend to downplay and undersell and not have a lot of confidence in what we're offering, even if it is incredible and something we should be very confident in. And I think for so many of us, there is this like imposter syndrome or kind of downplaying our expertise or the value that we have to offer and thinking, well, everyone knows this, this is common sense. And then you talk about it out in the world and people are like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) So I want you to investigate if this is you. If people are not buying, is this you? Are you holding back on really talking about how valuable and beneficial your work is and the specific results that your people could get? And especially if you have a really incredible track record with past clients, like you want to be telling people about it. All right. Another reason that they might not be buying is that you are only showing up for them when you're launching. And this one hurts a little bit, right? (laughs) But it's so true that you have to be in a relationship with these people. And it doesn't mean that it has to be like a one-on-one relationship. But when you are putting out value and putting out content, that is building a relationship. And when you are somebody who only shows up when you want something in a relationship, it's not a great relationship, right? You are going to have better sales, better conversions when you are reliably showing up, consistently showing up. And I know that this trips up so many people, this idea of consistency. And I'm telling you, this is about a regular cadence This is about not just showing up when you want something once in a blue moon. This is about finding the workable cadence of consistency for you, whatever that looks like. For a lot of us, it looks like batching 
a lot of content at once, like creating a lot of content at once when we are in a flow state and it's just coming out and then dripping that out over time, like scheduling it out. That is how most of us are doing it. So don't be over here being like, Samantha records a podcast every single week. Samantha posts a couple times in her Facebook group and once on Instagram every single day. I could never do that. Guess what? I could never do that either. I don't do that. (laughs) I record a bunch of podcasts at the same time. I actually hate being in a space where I have to record one every single week. And I will usually spend part of a weekend recording a bunch at a time so that I can get ahead. That just feels better to me. In my Facebook group, I only feel really comfortable with where things are with the Facebook group when there are over 20 posts scheduled. So I'm always trying to stay ahead and always carving out like an afternoon or something like that to just sit down and create a bunch of content and schedule it out. Same for my Instagram. So this is what I'm talking about when I talk about consistency And I don't understand why anyone would have a problem with it. Honestly, like what is there to disagree with? Like it just, it works. It builds a lot of trust with your people. And I think consistency goes even further than just the cadence of showing up and having like spotty times of showing up and and not being like fairly reliable with producing content for people and putting value out. I think it can also look like a lack of consistency in your message. Like if you're all over the place and you're talking about all kinds of different things and it's hard for people to find the common thread. Doesn't mean that you can't talk about other interests sometimes, but like Let's have like a core message that most of your content is coming back to. That's like kind of the overall umbrella concept of most of the value you're putting out there. And then this can also look like a lack of consistency in your energy. Like, are you emotionally like super up and down and you were just living that out loud to your audience? That definitely works for some people, but I'll tell you as a client, it really does not work for me. I am looking for somebody who is who I want to be or who is modeling the thing that I want to develop or create or work on. And for me, that is very much somebody who is like (laughs) energetically even, right? I feel like I want to feel safe. I want to feel comfortable. And so many of our ideal clients, they want that. They want to build confidence in you. They want to feel confident in you. They want to see you as an expert. They want somebody who's going to spark the emotions in them that they want to be feeling. And so you paying attention to your energy is part of that. And if that's something that you struggle with, uh, I will tell you that doing a journal exercise or getting coached before you create a bunch of content is the best way to really make sure that you're in the space that you want to be in, that you're talking to the person that you want to talk to, and that you're going to be doing it really boldly, really owning it. So keep that in mind. Be really aware of like, what's my emotional state? Where am I mentally right now? All right, the last thing, the last reason they might not be buying that I want to talk about today is that there is no sense of urgency. 
And a lot of people use a closed cart or a sale or a limited time bonus, that kind of thing to create urgency. There's nothing wrong with that. If you do those things, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not wrong. This is valid business strategy to do it that way. There's a reason that you're seeing everybody do it and that it's pretty much been done that way since the beginning of time in business, right? It's something that works. So I don't want you to feel like there's anything wrong with it, but I also don't want you to think that it's the only way to create urgency. So I want to just plant the seed in your mind that your people, your ideal clients may already feel urgency about solving the problem that they have or getting the thing that they want. Like whatever it is that you're helping them with, is it possible that they already could feel urgent about that and don't need any additional incentive? And really what they just need is that confidence and belief that you are the person that can help them and that this is going to work for them. You remember, this is the person who wants to believe they're right on the verge of being ready and taking action. Like, what is that last thought that they need to take the leap? For some of them, yeah, it's some kind of incentive to create some urgency, but it doesn't always have to be that way. And if you are somebody who has not considered this before about urgency, I really encourage you to spend some time thinking about it and thinking about why would my ideal client feel urgency to take action to work with me now? Like, What would they be thinking? That person who has urgency right now and is ready to say yes right now, what are the thoughts that person has? And then you can see how you can weave that into your content and how that can influence the copy and the offers that you're putting out there. All right. That was a quick, super packed full of value and ideas episode. And I hope that at least one of those is really sparking something inside of you that has you feeling creative and ready to write some copy and ready to show up online and speak to your people. I will talk to you all next week. If you loved this episode, I'd appreciate it so much if you rated and reviewed the podcast and shared it with other business owners who you think would like it too. And if you'd like to get more business advice and tips from me, come join me in my free Facebook group, Online Business Building Women.